Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for the first day of March, 2011, and now the news. As the saying goes, March comes in like a lion and goes out like a lamb, and automakers are roaring at the Geneva Motor Show, which just opened to the press. Ford unveiled a new small car called the B-Max, which shares the same platform as the Fiesta. Even so, sure looks like a scrunched down C-Max. But take note, the B-Pillar is eliminated and it has two rear sliding doors. Under the hood, it's equipped with a three-cylinder, one-liter EcoBoost engine with stop-start technology. No word when it'll hit the market, but it is production ready. Smart also revealed an electric concept car called the four-speed. OMG, are they still around? Anyways, this two-seater doesn't have a roof or side windows, and instead of a windshield, it has a low wind deflector. But it does come with a tonneau cover to protect you from the elements. It's powered by a lithium-ion battery and has a range of 135 kilometers, or about 84 miles. You also get a push-to-pass button on the dash, which is good for overtaking other cars on the freeway. Last week, we showed you sketches of the Audi A3 concept. Now, we know what it looks like in the flesh. Here's the dope. 2.5 liter, 400 horsepower, five-cylinder, mated to a seven-speed automatic and quattro all-wheel drive. Zero to 100 kilometers an hour in just 4.1 seconds. Fuel economy, 9.1 liters per 100 clicks, which is nearly 26 MPG. Volkswagen premiered a couple of concepts in Switzerland. The Bully is another nod to the vintage microbus. If you remember, the company unveiled a similar concept about a decade ago, but this one is all electric. They claim it goes up to 300 kilometers. VW also took the wraps off the go with an exclamation point. It's a compact MPV styled by Ital Design Giugiaro. It's propelled by the company's Blue E-Motion system, which must be some sort of plug-in. The Go, with an exclamation point, can travel around 150 miles or about 240 kilometers solely on electric power. Saab unveiled a concept called the Phoenix. Yes, that's a capital X at the end. This sleek four-seat hatchback demonstrates the company's future design language called Aeromotional. The Phoenix, with a capital X at the end, is powered by a 1.6 liter 200 horsepower turbo four-banger. It's also all-wheel drive. Alfa Romeo introduced something it's calling a compact supercar. The 4C is a classic two-seat, two-door, rear-drive fun machine, and it really is compact. Overall length, just four meters, which is only 13 feet. The body, finished with a matte paint job, is entirely constructed of carbon fiber, with the understructure mostly made of aluminum. It tips the scales at less than 850 kilograms. That's only 1,900 pounds, so no wonder it only needs a 200-horsepower four-cylinder engine. The sprint from 0 to 100 kilometers an hour should take less than five seconds. Meanwhile, back in the States, Consumer Reports in its latest report says Honda, Subaru, and Toyota make the best vehicles overall. It says Ford is the most improved of all automakers and that while GM is improving, still needs to do more. The magazine really panned Mercedes, BMW, and Audi 
for having spotty reliability and it rates Chrysler dead last. But I would remind you that none of these ratings involve any of the company's latest models. It's based on vehicles that have been out for a year. So Chrysler, keep the hope. You've got a chance to improve a lot in next year's report. Consumer Reports also panned the Chevy Volt, mainly for two reasons. One, they say it costs too much and that you'll never make up for the higher price in fuel economy savings. Two, in testing, in cold weather, the Volt only delivered 26 miles in pure electric mode, which is exactly matching what I got when I drove the Volt in winter temperatures of 23 degrees Fahrenheit. And so that prompted Ford to rush out a press release reminding everyone that its upcoming electric version of the Focus has a liquid heated battery. That keeps the battery warm in cold weather, which means the driving range is not as affected as much. And you know, I've got to hand it to Ford. Not so much for using this technology as in rushing out this press release right on the heels of Consumer Reports criticizing the Volt for its cold weather performance. You know, when it comes to PR spin, Ford is the best in the business. Coming up next, let's take a look at the turbocharged version of the Kia Optima. Is it really as good as they say it is? Hyundai is off to the races with its new Sonata. The car is selling very strong. So now Kia is hoping to emulate the Sonata's success, doing it with a car that is built on the very same platform. We're talking, of course, about the Kia Optima. Seamus McElroy recently got to test drive the turbocharged version of the car, and here's what he found. South Beach in Miami is one of the hottest tourist spots in America. And what better place for Kia, one of the hottest brands in America, to introduce its Optima Turbo? The all-new Optima received a lot of attention when it was introduced last year thanks to its improved styling. The company hopes it can add to that success with the addition of a turbo to the lineup, the first time a Kia will be equipped with one in the U.S. This is one of our first sport models that we're offering on the Optima. Uh, Four-cylinder, direct injection, turbocharged and intercooled. Uh, engine that delivers about 274 horsepower and also only one or two mile per gallon difference than the normally aspirated. So 34 on the highway and 22 in the city. Fantastic vehicle. We're offering this uh, as a combination of best-in-class power and fuel economy for the first time in this category. So we won't offer a V6 model. It also won't be offered with a manual transmission even though it's being marketed as a sporty car. Instead it comes standard with a six-speed automatic. Kia won't offer a stick because customers rarely opt for one these days. Aside from the powertrain, there isn't a whole lot of difference between the naturally aspirated model and the turbo. However, there are some added features. The turbo we're going to make available in two different grades. There's an EX grade. The model that we have here is our top-of-the-line SX grade. Uh, the two main differences are on the SX we have 18-inch wheels. There's two available. There's the standard one and this is the optional that goes with the package. In addition to that we have high performance dampers, uh, high intensity discharge headlamps which you can see from here, LED tail lamps from the rear, and unique sport trim on the interior. So overall kind of a much more sporty and engaging package relative to the, the normal Optima which is available now. Look for the Optima Turbo in showrooms right now with a starting price just over $25,000. A lot of car critics think that the Optima is a better looking and better driving car than the Hyundai Sonata. 
But in the marketplace, we see a different story. The Sonata is outselling the Optima four to one. Of course, the Sonata got to the market first, so it's got a head start, but I'll bet the Sonata manages to keep that kind of lead. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.